Hello, welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Mitchell, and this is episode 17, Growth. Before I get into today's episode, I want to send out a huge thank you to everybody who has listened and downloaded any episodes of this podcast. Because of you, I have reached my goal of a thousand downloads, and actually I've surpassed it by like a lot. (laughs) It was so exciting and gratifying for me to pull up my app and look at the numbers and see that I had surpassed a thousand. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and please keep listening and keep sharing. I haven't quite reached my goal of 150 followers on Instagram, but that's okay. We've got time. I've been more focused on the downloads because that's the most important is people tuning in to listen. But if you're on Instagram and you wanted to see what's going on with the podcast, head on over there and give it a follow at the Little Lessons Podcast. I cannot believe that this week's episode is the last episode that I'm going to publish in 2022. I started this process of doing a podcast back in, I think, February. Um, And that's like the real process of actually learning how to produce it. I had been kicking the idea around for a long time, but in February of 2022, that was when I really decided to get serious about it. I started learning how to produce the podcast, learning about recording, learning about all the different facets of it, took a class so that I knew what I was doing, and then I launched officially on September 1st um, with a trailer that I launched on August 25th. Since then, if you include this episode, I have published 20 episodes, which When I first say it, it doesn't sound like a ton, but I have actually been able to do this every single week. And it's been really great for me to see the growth and the progress that I have made since the beginning of September and even since the practice interviews that I did earlier in the year. Um, Being able to, comparison is a harsh word, but being able to look at where I am now and look back and see where I was then, it's been light years, amounts of growth. Um, I believe my podcast teacher said I would see Grand Canyon, a Grand Canyon's worth of growth, and I have. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about other people. Um, I've learned so much that I can't even put all of it into, into words. But that actually leads me to the topic that I want to talk about today. So the end of 2022 is is coming. Just a couple of days away, we're saying goodbye to 2022 and saying hello to 2023. There's a lot of people where this year has been so hard for them. And I can't say that 2022 has been difficult for me. But I can say that my family and I and my husband and I, we have had some of the highest highs. Um, And I contrast that to some of the very, very, very dark lows that we've had this year. But on the whole, 
2022 has been good to the Mitchell family, and for that, I am so grateful. But because it's the end of the year and the start of a new one, it's that time when we start to make resolutions and we start to look at the things that we need to do better at and the things that we need to improve on. And we look at all of the places that we are failing. We look at all of the areas of life, of our lives that we need to change, that we need to make better. And we want to do these drastic, amazing things to make these changes in our lives that we have deemed so very important. Now, I would never say that wanting to improve is a bad thing. I think constantly being in a state of learning and having a desire to grow is actually a really important aspect of life. But I tend to get a little bit all or nothing, where if I set a very lofty resolution or a very lofty goal, if I don't reach it immediately, or if I don't see the consistency that I think should be there, then I'm going to get down on myself and think that I have just completely failed without leaving any room for grace for myself and without leaving any room for um, relying on others for help or relying on Heavenly Father and my Savior Jesus Christ to help me through. Um, I think of things like in the past I've made resolutions where I am going to read my scriptures every single day of the year without fail. And then the second I get sick or the second I've had a hard day and just want to go to sleep or the second I have a late date night and just can't seem to pull my scriptures out before bed and then I don't do it, then I instantly look at myself as a failure. I personally don't believe that Heavenly Father ever wants us to feel like we are failing. That is not the God that I know. He wants us to believe in ourselves and to believe that we are capable of more than we give ourselves credit for. But I don't think he ever wants us to think of ourselves as failures. We always hear those statistics at the beginning of a new year about how many people join a gym on January 1 and how we go to the gym and see how full it is every January 1st. And then within a week, those numbers have dissipated. And within a month, it's all back to where it was before. Um, could you imagine if we thought less of ourselves and I'm sure that a lot of us do, if we miss the gym one day and then decide that it's all over, that just seems like such a horrible way to live. And sadly, I absolutely fall into that trap a lot of the time. But I've decided the last couple of years that instead of setting these really huge, almost insurmountable goals for myself, I needed to look back at the areas that I have made improvements over the year to see exactly where I do stand. Now, I am an absolutely terrible journal keeper. I, this is one of those lofty resolutions that I've made in the past where I say, I'm gonna write in my journal every single day, or 
I am going to make sure that I do an accounting of my entire week or I'm going to make a resolution that I'm going to journal, but it's only going to be the positives or I'm going to journal about this topic or what have you. And inevitably, I fail every time. But there is one aspect of, I guess you could call it journaling, that I have been very, very successful. And I'll tell you why this is re relevant. I love to work out. I haven't always. I haven't always been super dedicated about going to the gym, but for the last couple of years, it has been kind of my happy place to, um, to get to the gym as often as I can. And I have my friends there. I've interviewed some of them on the podcast, but really it's about me being able to go to the gym and strengthen myself and um, have that time for me. But what I do is I handwrite every single workout that I do in a little tiny notebook. And I probably look like the biggest dork, but I literally carry around my little notebook to all of the machines that I work out on. And I'm crossing every rep off that I, crossing up off every rep that I do. Got a little hung up there. And I write down how much weight I was able to do on any given exercise. And I have done this almost religiously for the past two and a half years. And in that time, I have filled five little notebooks that all have between like 80 and 100 pages. And each day I write down what my workout is. I write down how many reps, how many sets, how, what my rest time is. And then, like I said, the weights that I do. And initially that felt really silly. And like I said, I probably look like a dork because everybody's doing it all on their phones and following their workouts or they have them memorized. Um, but I realized in the last couple of months that it's actually for me really important to have this documentation. I was actually cleaning my bedroom with my husband one day and he found all of my notebooks and he's like, number one, what are these? And he's like, I'm just going to throw them away. And I like, lurched across the room and I'm like, no, don't throw those away because they are my personal record of the progress that I have made. So I could go to the gym tomorrow and be so bummed that I can only, you know, bicep curl a certain amount. But if I look back in these books, I can see that in that two and a half years, what I can bicep curl now is so far ahead of where I was. A couple of years ago. And with just that realization, I can look at the fact that A, I've gotten stronger, B, my dedication has improved and increased, and C, I have developed some mental toughness that I didn't have before that I probably need to rely on, definitely need to rely on, when things get really hard. Or when I just can't lift that much more, or I just can't run that much further. If I can look back and see how far I've come, it changes my perspective. And so I think that we go into New Year's resolutions wanting to become a more perfect version of ourselves. And like I said before, I think that that is so important to try to improve ourselves, to try to get better, to try to become a better version of ourselves. But we also should not 
do it if it's at the expense of our personal well-being and our mental health. And if we are going to go into it thinking that we are failures if we don't do it exactly right every single time. Because guess what? If we could do it exactly right every single time, we have no need for a Heavenly Father who can help us through any of our uh, trials. We would not have need for a Savior who suffered for us so that he could make up the difference in the areas where we fall short. In October 2017, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints gave a talk at our Worldwide General Conference, and it was titled, Be There for Perfect Eventually. So he talks about the Beatitudes and the very wonderful things that are um, very pleasant that the Savior taught So he starts off by teaching very uh, soothing, gentle teachings. But then the further the Savior gets into his teachings, he talks about how you're not supposed to kill, but then you're not even supposed to get angry. You're not supposed to commit adultery, but also don't have impure thoughts. Um, And then he he really hits us with, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. That's Matthew 5, 14. And that perfection that we are constantly seeking after can really be a daunting task. Like, really daunting. (laughs) But Elder Holland talks about how we can't let that make us miserable. The fact that we're never going to achieve perfection in in this life. He says, as children of God... We should not demean or vilify ourselves as if beating up on ourselves is somehow going to make us the person God wants us to become. No, with a willingness to repent and a desire for increased righteousness always in our heart, I would hope that we could pursue personal improvement in a way that doesn't include getting ulcers or feeling depressed or demolishing of our self-esteem, end quote. I love that because Even though we want to be as Christ-like as possible, we want to be as close to perfection as we can get. We are never going to get there because of the simple fact that we're human. But I firmly believe that if we look back on all of the progress that we make as individuals, we will see that we have come so much farther than we give ourselves credit for. Yes, making resolutions and setting goals is extraordinarily important. Um, That gives us a a tangible um, element to shoot for. But if we really take the time to analyze our own performance and look at where, how far we have come, I think we'll all see that we're doing so much better than we think. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen today to the very last episode of the Little Lessons podcast for the year 2022. I look forward to so many amazing episodes coming in 2023. If this episode has meant anything to you or any of the other episodes, please share them with friends and family or on social media. 
Um, I always love to hear feedback. So if you're enjoying any of these episodes, please let me know. You can uh, tell me on my Instagram feed. Uh, you can direct message me on Instagram. You can also email me at littlelessonspod at gmail.com. My Instagram handle is at the Little Lessons Podcast. So head on over there and hit the follow button. As always, I definitely welcome ratings and reviews. It really helps cre- uh, increase the spread of the podcast. I'm always looking for amazing people to interview. So if you think you have something to share that would be meaningful, please, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can email me at littlelessonspod at gmail.com or find me on Instagram. Or if you know me in person, don't hesitate to shoot me a text. And with that, I invite you all to go out into the world and look for the little lessons that Heavenly Father is sending directly to you.